The following podcast contains adult themes and adult language. Listener discretion advised. And although we joke, if you or someone you know is affected by or a victim of domestic violence, dial 1-800-799-7233 or visit the National Domestic Violence Hotline's website, thehotline.org. It's always the husband, it's always the husband, it's always the husband, I don't keep it. Hi, listeners. This is Sarah. This is Megan. You are listening to It's Always the Husband podcast. Welcome. We are glad you're here listening with us. Thank you for joining us. We have quite an interesting story today. A shit show. A real shit show. <laughs> I mean, last week was a literal shit show. It was, yeah. Um, this is just a terrible, let's say all are, mm. just terrible, unnecessary occurrence, of course, mm-hmm. as is all true crime. Yep. Hideous. Um, anyway, we don't have any new patrons to announce, but if you are interested in supporting the show, helping us out, we pay for ads, we've upgraded equipment. We pay for websites that help us out with editing and storing kind of information and all of that kind of stuff. Um, we have a link tree in our podcast notes that we have merch and all sorts of links. If you want to know more about the show, mm-hmm. you can look at that mm-hmm. as well as join a Facebook group. We have a Facebook and Instagram, a Twitter, all that stuff. Now the week this is coming out, we'll have some very exciting news for you. Yeah. So look for that as well. Um, that's it. Do you have a glitter in the shitter? Something that made your week really um, kick it and hit it? Well, today I went to Ulta, oh. um, the store, which I just found out there's going to be Ulta's in Targets. Really? In certain that's Targets. That's a good idea. And I... Our Ulta is next to a Target. In... Do you know the Burnsville one? Yeah. yeah. I, I never go to that one. I always go to Savage. But there is oh. going to be an Alta in Savage. So I think that will be very one. exciting because then I won't have to drive the two minutes extra to go to Alta. I can just go to my Target. That and, would be nice. And get my um, mascara there. But if you've ever listened to us before, you um, know that we have a theory that um, when women go missing, if their mascara is still in the bathroom, they're fucking dead. And Absolutely. the husband did it, right? Like women do not leave their children. They do not leave their belongings. Or their pills. They I do not add leave. pills in okay. there too because okay. you're not going to leave your uh, lorazepam. They do not. And we've needed the lorazepam Absolutely. in the last couple weeks we here. Um, so they, and they certainly sure as shit don't leave their mascara. No, um, I would never leave this mascara because it is one of my favorite mascaras and I am a mascara connoisseur. Yeah. Um, this is it. Yeah. Mascara. That's good. That's what it's called. Yeah. Um, it's the brand is it and it is the only mascara I will ever wear again as long as I live. It is a thousand times better than anything that you'll find anywhere else. I will go to my grave fighting anyone who says 
they like anything more. People are like, I like the green and pink mascara, great lash. Like, no, that yeah. shit sucks. Like, you clearly do not know about the it are mascara. Are you going to make sure your mortician doing your makeup has it? Well, you're going to have to. Oh, yeah. Because, well, if I die before you, who's going to know? You would have to look like a cheap whore if I did it. Well, who's going to tell them that I, I need know. my it cosmetic superhero mascara? We'll have to, like, have some sort of written documentation that goes to the press when you die. Note to self. Yeah. Put in my will. I must have it superhero mascara on in my coffin. I want, like... um, But then I want to be cremated immediately. I want my eyes done like Trixie Mattel, the drag queen. No. I want just I want a little bit of a pop. No. I <laughs> make up no. to go to the forehead and come down it just for no. a change. No. Nope. So when people look in, they go, oh, nope. oh, no. Oh, my. Oh, Same. I just want that's what I want. I'm yep. going to write that down. And to be buried in Paul Bunyan's wife's dress. Yes. And to also. be buried in Paul Bunyan's <laughs> wife's hand-me-downs. Not even her good stuff, her hand-me-downs. Yes. So my glitter in the shitter is It Cosmetics Superhero Mascara. It's the bomb. Go get it now. What's yours, Sarah? Mine is this cute hat. I don't know the brand, but I'll put it up that I got on Amazon. It's a cute little sun hat. It's like you kind of have one similar. Okay. Um, it has a little ribbon around it. Uh-huh. And I like it because I was wearing another hat, but it had it closed on top. And then you bake like you bake in the sun. It had a nice big rim, but it had like it was a closed, open on the top. Well, it had a closed. My old hat had like a closed felt top. So your head just bakes, you know, and this oh. sun hat is kind of like woven. So it's like air can go in. Uh-huh. And out. It's cute. And it has an adjustable ribbon on the inside. So if you have a huge watermelon head like I do, it can fit. Or wow. if you put like your hair in a big top knot, you can make it a little bigger to fit. So it's cute. It's adjustable. Um, and have it's I really seen sturdy. you wearing this? No, I just got it. Oh, so it's actually very cute. You got it on Amazon? Yes. So I will put the link. Amazon.com? Amazon.com. Okay. If you haven't heard of it, Google it. Does this spray have a new fragrance in it? It has... It smells... Lavender. No. It smells patchouli I don't know. It does have a new spray in there. It does. See, I could tell. I don't know. Hmm. I like it. Raquel brought it. Oh, Raquel. Um, yeah. So that those those are cute. So if you're sitting out, I like to read out on my deck, but that hat just makes it so you don't, you know, blinded. And then if you have your mascara on, right, it won't smeared on your face. No. 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 So this week we are bringing you just. Our bread and butter again, mm-hmm. our favorite, the old standby, the old heave ho. I don't know. <laughs> the top drawer of true crime forensic, forensic files. Faux fi. Yes. This is season seven, episode 27, yeah. called A Vow of Silence. And you take a vow of silence when you are murdered, you're quiet. <laughs> You're very yep. quiet. 
You this are. This takes place in 1994, as did all of Forensic Files murders. Clearly <laughs> took place in either 94 or 96. But don't you worry, because yeah. you know when it's 94, that means I sing, I'll make love yes. to you. Like Boys you to men want me to. And I'll hold you tight. Yep. I, I'll i get in trouble. I'll get arrested if I sing too much. Right? Is yeah. that the rules on podcasts? I think so. No, I don't think so. We don't really know the rules, All right. but I think I'm not Yeah, we don't know sing. any kind of rules or any kind of decorum, any of that. We know nothing. Right. I mean, really. Right. Now, people out there that are elders like us, um, elderly mm-hmm. in your 40s, mm-hmm. Uh, or higher. Mm-hmm. Ugh, yeah, you'd have to be my age, 46, maybe around there. Uh, definitely or, or or older. To remember the show Studs on Fox. Do you remember this dating show? No. Studs? I watched it all the time. Um, it was on Fox. There were two male contestants and three female contestants. Oh, I kind of do remember And then it, it would be like, who said... Well, Bob, he showed his wang on the beach, and I said, hot tamale. And then the men would have to guess which of the girls said it. And then whichever man I think won got to pick which girl he would go out again with. Weird. I mean, it was absolutely sexist, horrible. All of the men clearly porked the shit out of the three females. Everyone was on there just to get some kind of Hollywood contract yeah. or actors. Um, yeah. I someone famous for sure was on there because I remember, like being them being teased for being on studs. Um, Who, do you want me to look? It yeah, up? look up famous actor okay. on studs. Uh, and I totally this show completely blocked out of my head. And I mean, I watched it all the time. I don't know why. I think because it was so weird and inappropriate. Um, but yeah, studs. It's just studs terrible. TV show? Yes. It was S T U D S with an exclamation point, And it was on Fox. Nineteen ninety it was in the nineties, early. Yeah. There was some famous actor that Mark was- DiCarlo was the uh I don't even host. remember. It was created by Ron Goldman. Isn't that the guy who died in no. The OJ thing? No, he was oh. a waiter. Oh. But that was his no, That was, was his it? name, wasn't it? E. Oh. Um I don't know. I don't see it's not popping out at All me right. that We'll I can look it up. See. Maybe someone will remember. Um anyway, people were if you know, you know, you watch that terrible show. And then I decided I was going to focus on the TV movie and miniseries, which I actually miss. Do you remember how much of a big deal it was when there would be a TV miniseries on? Yeah, or a like TV North movie? and South or Blue North and, and Gray South or whatever. Was, yeah, because yeah. that was with Patrick Swayze and Kirstie, Kirstie Alley. Alley. Remember that? Oh my God, my friend Stacy and I, Stacy, who I humiliate Obsessed. weekly, yep. loved that miniseries. Right. Obsessed. Yep. Where they were best friends at West Point and then the Civil War started oh, and one was apart. a North and one was a South. Mm hmm. Oh, that was good. Such a good. I mean, so many good miniseries. What was that other cowboy one um, um, that everybody watched? Lonesome River, right? Lonesome no, Dove. I, dove, Dove. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was a good one. I mean, so like there were so many. Melissa Gilbert was in so many good TV movies. And of course, Stephanie 
powers was in some i mean always the fair faucet was in brilliant tv movies the lonesome Bed. dove had tommy lee jones oh my gosh, and yes. diane lee but what was in 1994 the biggest one was the stand from stephen king and it had oh. molly ringwald oh my favorite yeah so of course the stand is very you know important now it's about a flu super mm-hmm. flu that escaped from mm-hmm. a you know government building or whatever um and kills like all but like a hundred thousand people on the planet so only the people who are immune obviously to this flu survive there's no cure vaccine or anything and then these people kind of try to create a new society or whatever and of course it's stephen king so there's weird supernatural crap and the ending's real weird. But that was the biggest one. Believe it or not, there was Revenge of the Nerds 4, Nerds in Love. What? This is where Booger is getting married, and yet his fiance's father does not want his daughter marrying a nerd. And so the friends, the nerds, have to get the father to change his mind and accept nerds so that Booger can marry his true love. Did you watch? <laughs> no. no. You didn't. All right. There was, of course, How the West was Fun with Mary Kate and Ashley. Oh, no. There I've was never seen this any one, of, of these. course, you watched. None you had to. Saved by the Bell, Wedding in Las Vegas. Um, I might have watched that. Yes, one. you did. I sure might have. There also was Bionic Ever After, where the six no. million dollar man marries the Bionic woman. No. I did watch that. Lindsay Wagner, Lee Majors, of course. MacGyver had several movies <laughs> where he, you know, makes a bomb out of a toilet brush. Yeah. 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 Gambler 5 with Kenny Rogers. I didn't um, even know there was a Gambler 1, 2, 3, 4. What? I didn't. How did we miss this? I don't know. I have to watch it. Birds, The Birds 2. Where I guess birds get crazy. That would be your worst nightmare. Where birds are attacking and Yellowstone is volcano is exploding. (laughs) That would be making at the same time. At the same time, can you imagine? There's not enough lorazepam in the world. Um, Heart to Heart had a TV movie. Really? Um, There was tons of Danielle Steele movies. Remember the era of the Danielle Steele TV movie? Um, Perry Mason had a bunch of movies. Oh my gosh, it just sounds terrific. Oh, I you know what? The TV movie. I can tell you what Nutbar was watching in 1994 what? because it, it was the premiere. It was the premiere of this show, and I've never known anyone more obsessed. We got a new dog. Um, my childhood dog, Lady, was I, she was the only dog I really remember ever, but she died. In 94 or 95, I was, it was my first year in college and then we got a new dog and my sister named the new dog Claire after my so-called life, my ah! so-called life, Claire Danes. Yes. Um, so 1994 was the year, the one and only year of my so-called life and Jordan Catalano and um Jared Leto yeah Jared Leto was Jordan Kettle I think that was what his name was and she was obsessed that would be her show I can just picture it yes as Angela and Jordan and she loved it oh Nutbar I can see you watching here's to 1994 and you yeah it was a good year 
Good year for TV. Yeah. I don't know about anything else. Sister, sister also started in 1984. (laughs) Can't go wrong with twins. No. Can't. No. And like I said before, no other songs matter except for I'll Make Love to You. Yeah. Every other song in 1994 can go fuck itself. Yep. Should we start a vow of silence? Oh, this is a bad story. You guys buckle up. Yeah. It's fucked. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's see. Okay. If you are a fat, ugly man <laughs> that does is not that bright. Um yeah, your body your body's real bad, your face is real bad, your personality mm-hmm. is real bad, mm-hmm. your weighing situation, I'm assuming, is real bad. It has to be shooting blanks. Your cash no. situation is okay. All right. So what's a man to do? I mean, just mediocre. Yeah, yeah. Just okay. What's a man to do? Well, you hire a foreign mail order bride. Mm-hmm. So that's our story here. We are going to be introduced to a super douche. <laughs> <laughs> and he is foul. Yeah. And his name is Jack Reeves. Which is a kind of a superhero like name, isn't there a Jack Reeves in like a movie? That's I don't know. Well, like who's Jack Reeves? Christopher Reeves. Well, Christopher Reeves, of course, was Superman. Yeah, maybe that's where I'm getting it from. Yeah, Jack Reeves was this dowdy, pudding-bodied fuckface. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was a former army sergeant. Okay, yep. that's great. Nice. And then he becomes a painter. Like all of our forensic files, douche husbands are painters. And all painter, of them. We don't mean artists. No, we mean we paint mean literally siding. painting walls in a house. Yeah. Yeah. Which great. I'm glad there's people that do that. But just fuck yourself. Yeah. Anyway, he's old as hell. Um <laughs> he was like about legitimately gray hair old as hell. 44 at this time. And super then we're gonna, old yeah <laughs> super old so old and gross and then we meet beautiful he was 52 well not when oh emilita. not when they not yeah. when they met okay right. emilita is a beautiful young woman who is one of fucking 11 i believe it is or has 11 family members and they're all living in a two-room mm-hmm. hut in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. So every time I complain about all the nonsense I complain about, I maybe need to say, shut up, bitch. Mm-hmm. And think about a family of 11 living in a two-room hut. In the Philippines, yes. So, my God. So she's 18 and quite lovely. She, in fact, is a beauty queen. I myself... In the Philippines, yes. Was yep. not a beauty queen. In Maple Grove, No. No. My mother was a beauty queen. Shut up. Yes, of Tater Days in Brooklyn Park. Oh my yes. god! Me, like Tater Tot. I bet yeah, your like mom tater has a good Tater Um, I did not get that gene. I got didn't even get the hygiene gene. <laughs> I got no gene. Um, so we have this beauty queen. She's very lovely. In fact, she wants to go to school mm-hmm. and learn and better herself and get a job and pull herself out of this and move on and have her own life. But no, her dad said, um, I'm going to put you in this mail order bride magazine 
that's called what? This is no shit. Cherry blossoms. That's the fuckingest. It's that's disgusting. Disgusting and foul. Cherry Blossoms is a subscription service for mail order brides filled with terrified looking women. Mm-hmm. Just that you get to pick and say, I'll take yeah. her. The yeah. woman has no say. She can do nothing about it. And what were her choices? Um, to do this? Or to live her own life and go to school, but then her family starves. Right. So she really didn't have a choice, really. And then I'm sure she had to listen to her dad. I personally would have kicked him in the balls and ran. But then you also have a thousand brothers and sisters that she's a kind soul and wanted to help her family. So 1987, Jack Reeves, super douche, right. flies to the Philippines to meet her. And I'm sure she went, oh, fuck. <laughs> but there were two <laughs> other American men there already that were trying yes! to meet her. Jack, they said, just they used bulldozed his mm-hmm. way into the house, offered the father more money than everyone else. So the day... Uh, the dad's not even asking her, like, mm-hmm. which one would, since I'm forcing you to do this, which one would you mm-hmm. want? Or do you want to spend two weeks seeing to get to know the men and seeing if they're psychos or not? Mm-hmm. No. Jack offers more money than everyone else and done, zip, pop, bang, married. So Emilita goes back to Texas, of course. Because Jack Reeves is from Texas. Not surprising. He, though, starts sending money back to Philippines to her dad, $250 a month, which well, he was making $3. Yeah. We would be like, what the hell? 250. Yeah. (laughs) The dad was making $3 a month. That That doesn't even cover my Amazon bill. That's what Rachel earns though. Now $3 a month with 800 kids. No. How? Again. And probably working a thousand hours a day. The oh wealth distribution in the world. Yeah, it's is a little fucked. bit fucked. Yeah. Poor. I mean, just. So I'll just drink more. So she's absolutely, you know, at least knowing that I'm in hell, mm-hmm. but my but family my is so much okay. better off. And maybe somehow I can get out of this at eventually someday. Um, she had to do it with them because they had a baby. Oh. Yeah. Hopefully she was asleep. <laughs> I'm just hoping she was asleep. <laughs> Oh, my God. We get to October 1994. Emilita Reeves went to lunch. She had a lot of friends. Actually, quite a bit of friends. That made me happy. I was like, thank God. Yeah. um, To have fun. She went to the Lotus restaurant in Arlington, Texas. During lunch, she told her friends that um, Jack is a huge piss pants and she hates (laughs) him and she doesn't love him and she wants to leave him. She also drops a bomb. And says that she's in love with someone else. And that someone else is a woman. Correct. And she wants to start a new life with her girlfriend. Yeah. And she should. She's done. You know what? There's enough money being sent home to her dad all these years for, you know. Hopefully they've saved it. I hope so. Oh, my goodness. But she says, you know what? I'm going to go shopping. And then Emilita never returns home. Later, the friends again are calling Emilita, trying to say, hey, you want to go out to lunch? Where are you? What are you doing? They cannot get a hold of her at all. 
Police are then informed by the friends because they're worried. It's always your friends, so they're going to report you missing to the police. Mm-hmm. Always. They question Jack Reeves. they actually care. Yep. And he didn't give two shits no, about Emilita. She done run off. But where was she done her run off? Mascara. Where Everything. was her son? Yeah, so she has a little son who's super cute. What was his name? They called, they him, called Theo. him Theo. We don't they didn't know his give his name. name. Yeah. Um, and she has a really cute photo. Like she's a really obviously cute person. And in her cherry blossom ad, did you read what it said? Um, it said she likes TV and movies and wants a sincere gentleman above thirty. I'm sure her dad wrote that, but. <laughs> And then we see Jack's photo on Forensic Files, and I wrote, he has Queen Victoria's hairline. You know where the hair yeah, starts at back. the top of the head? Yeah. The hairline started at the top of the head. So and he then had he had her hairline. The mustache that went down around his lip. like Yes. Like, like a, a it horseshoe. should have been a goatee, but he shaved yeah. the chin. Mm-hmm. Extremely unfortunate. And he then had the chin, turkey neck. Yes, was not prominent at all. It would have helped Did his you looks a lot. Notice his eyebrows. They're Joan Crawford eyebrows drawn yeah. in with a pencil with kind a high of, arch. Yeah. He is yeah. drawing. This is a man that is drawing in his eyebrows like Joan Crawford. Or Ooh. what's her name? The 20s one that died Greta young. Garb. No, Greta Garbo, too. Yes. Um, Jean Harlow. I was thinking he had Jean Harlow eyebrows. Absolutely. I need to look up Jean. Um, horrifying to see a man with Joan Crawford eyebrows or the, you know, the twenties bow. I can't even. Hmm. But then we see him later, and he has some hot glasses on, and. The picture that the friends give of Emilita that's saying she's in a bikini. Why did she need to be in a bikini? I don't know. There were so many other cute were... pictures of her. We don't need the one in the bikini at all. Mm-mm. So the police are getting the story from Jack that she done run off. And he knew about her female lover. What was her name? J- Mary. J- Mary. Oh, Jane? no, it was Mona Lisa. No, Mona Lisa. Yeah. I thought that is the best name ever. Yes. His name is Mona Lisa. Oh. Now, the police somehow find out. I don't know if he says it or if they find out that, of course, he is into pornography. Hardcore. Right. Disgusting. He was into watching videos of women together men and women mm-hmm. in sexual acts mm-hmm. well we get what porn is forensic files you don't need to really thank you describe it like that but thank but you but he was especially fucked yeah so he has a mail order bride and he's watching all this porn uh, but he was very much against emilita leaving being interested in another man I thought, didn't he say he wanted his son to do it with her or something? He has a son from another marriage. Yes. So and, that's what oh, that's she was later. Tell, okay. That's later. But she was telling oh. her friends that Jack told her to do it with his son from a previous marriage. Would you die? Ew. If Phil had a son from a previous marriage and said, hey, can you go and hump a Keith? No. <laughs> what would you do? Would you die? <laughs> Would you say, I'm not going to hump Keith? <laughs> you want me to hump your son for a previous marriage, Keith? <laughs> Dad, I 
you've been around for years and I'm a stepmom? No, thank you. What kind of a man says that? And what's wrong with Keith? I don't know. That is, I can't, she should have just taken her mascara and her kid and run off. She should have run, yeah. I, I just, I don't even, I can't even. <sighs> Reeve somehow, of course, convinces the police that she's going to be back. She always runs off. She'll be back. Um, police find Mona Lisa. And Mona Lisa said, yes, they were in a relationship. Yes, they um, wanted to be yeah. together. And she talked to her the night of her disappearance, but then had not heard from her since, which is very unusual. So she was really worried, too. Um, we see police detective Tom Lenore. And what I wrote, was wrong with this well, guy? Well, I wrote he was a Vaseline on the lens version of Cole Hauser. Do you know him? Like Cole Hauser, he's in Yellowstone now, but he's been in a no, ton of movies. He was in Too Fast... Too Furious. Nope, and he was actually pretty that. handsome. But if you put Vaseline on the lens over a picture of him, you kind of get Tom Lenore. But he seemed like he like was slow a little bit. He, are we, I don't know. He just, something looks did like seem he off. was, I don't know. Yeah. There was no affect on his no, face. No, none. Um, something was weird. Emily's, I mean, Emily's car is found abandoned at a supermarket just a few miles from her home. Police look all over the car um, and find, oh, wait, police first go back to the husband and say, you know, you said she had just run off. Um, they want to really track Emilita. They got even scent dogs for a while mm-hmm. that kind of went nowhere. Um, Jack decides he's maybe want to do something since his wife is fucking missing and he offers a $25,000 reward for information. Oh, maybe I should act nervous. Yeah, maybe I should act like upset. the mother of my child is missing instead of being a huge douchebag. Yeah. Police start to believe that maybe there's foul play. Right. Really? What? I mean, really? Come on. A woman does not disappear without her young child ever. No. Or her clothes, nope. because you got to have something to wear. And your mascara. Absolutely. And if your lorazepam. Yes. And your pills. Now, they take a look at the abandoned car. It's very suspicious because Emilia, Emilita is one inch tall. <laughs> and the car seat, of course, is pushed all the way back for Paul Bunyan. And that doesn't make sense because Emilita... Was, was not in the car with Paul Bunyan. She would have driven her own from car. The land of what's the land in Gulliver's Travel? Oh, Lily Putin. Yeah, or like she that? was very Lily small. Put- she was Lilliputian. Yeah, she was a teeny tiny. The steering wheel was not locked. I'm assuming she put the club on it. Did you ever have the club? that went on the steering wheel when I lived in San Diego. I never had that, no. Everybody had the club, and I had totally forgotten about it. I had a club, and I would put it on my steering wheel and lock it. Shut up! Yes, but everybody did. So I just thought that's what you have to have. No, I lived in the farm. Oh, no I No one wanted anything. Yeah, so you had to park your car and then put your club on it and then unhook your club oh and then start your car. But that was San Diego. I don't know. Okay. It never, my car never got stolen, but again, it was not fancy. It no, it was a nice car, though. Okay. Um, I mean, it ran. Emilita always put her club on. She always locked it. <laughs> this was not locked, and there weren't no club. So they thought Paul Bunyan 
must have taken it and he forgot to put on the goddamn club and it's open. All of this does not point to Emilita. Right. The police again are suspicious because like we said, her clothing is gone. Her dumbass uh, husband didn't assume that she would maybe need, you know, all of her things. No, he didn't really try to hide any of her things. And she forgot, you know, her kid. Oh, but this is where they find out that Jack once asked his son Keith or whatever it was to have sex with his wife. She refused. As well she should. Yes. Police ask Jack, you need to come down to headquarters now because we're thinking something you're fucked. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, Little. Jack apparently had, I guess, then left town with his young son, and he went to Lake Whitney, where he frequently camped, which comes in to play later. So he had been camping, but the police find him. He's camping with Theo, the little boy, and Jack comes in. He recently offered, though, they found out, Emilita a huge amount of money thirty thousand dollars if she agreed not to leave him so she must Hmm. have been talking about packing up her crap taking theo and um, going with mona lisa leaving with mona lisa and divorcing him and he probably didn't want his fancy friends to know that she left him for another woman um or that she left him at all that he was getting divorced and in fact emilita told her friends that jack has in fact often said that he would kill her as he killed his other wives. Come again. So Jack had been married three other times. His first wife, his first wife, (laughs) Amaryllis. What? I don't know if I hate it or I love it. No, I hate it. Which Ash Cast isn't that Ash Cast Bags real Biggs. name? I think Iggy Azalea. I think her real her name real is Amaryllis. Amaryllis. I think so. I'll look it up. Um, Jack married Amaryllis, but what's the issue with Amaryllis? She was a preteen. She was fifteen. She was fifteen. So he marries 15. a child, and her mom was like, "Hell no," and got it annulled. But. But it Mom. still was like, she was oh. really wearing a real... It looked like a wedding. Gown. Yes. Yeah, like she was walked down the aisle. There are people there sitting in the pews. It's Who is fucked. saying this is a good idea for I, this child to marry this douchebag? I don't know. I don't know. So that's annulled. In 1961, Jack married his second wife, Sharon. Now, Sharon was very lovely. They show a picture and she has high hair. Hi, hair. Why? Where are the normal pictures of Sharon? No, because what were the other pictures of Sharon that were shown? Negligee on a fucking comforter with a beer in her hand. So she is tits out, negligee, drinking a beer. Those are the only pictures her family and friend could find. I mean, my you will not find a picture of me in a negligee. Never, never, ever. Um, Possibly, you'll find a picture of me with a beer in my hand. Probably several yeah. hundred, but definitely not. I mean, and in, in no. there wasn't just one negligee no. picture. There were multiple. Yes, in, yeah. 
And it wasn't just that they cropped it. She was like in a different position. Posing. Uh, oh my God. She, you can't do that. But she tried to get out. She did. So Sharon, second wife, they had two sons. They had that pervert Keith and that other one. <laughs> Jack was stationed in South Korea and Sharon decides he's fucking gross and she thinks mm-hmm. something's wrong with Keith. I'm sure like he's fucked. Yeah. Sharon files for divorce and immediately she comes back to the United States right after following is fucking douchebag Jack. He's like, I'm going to save this marriage. Right. But strangely, Sharon dies from what's ruled a suicide because all women shoot themselves in a chest with a shotgun. Have you ever heard of a woman that shoots well, the shit out of her tits as- with a shotgun? As they tried and made poor Carol, Forensic Files yes. Carol, sit in her underwear on a bed and try to reenact this, you could they see did. that it was impossible. Right. They but said, whatever. Carol, we need you again, Carol. Carol, yes, I know I told you to Xerox the shit out of that stuff and staple it. Now put the stapler down, Carol. God Carol. damn it, Carol, put the stapler down and get over here now, Carol. Carol, we asked you to be in a tank top in your underwear. Yeah, take off the pants, Carol. Please. You wore pants today, and I said, take them off. Take off the pants. Oh, God. We are reenacting Sharon's death, Carol. You couldn't have had any other underwear on today, Carol. You got those. <laughs> pieces of shit on with period stains and holes Carol we gotta do and reenact this here alright get the pig blood now get the pig blood Carol stand still yeah we're zooming in on your cellulite put your toe around can you reach it okay yeah. well you can't reach it Carol. I don't think it's okay. loaded Carol just try to get the heat oh just, Carol it's not loaded now try to get it with your toe Carol alright now we're gonna zoom in on your bush and film the blood on your leg that's what they did. I know they did. And we could easily, a dumbass can easily see a, a blind dumbass that Carol could not shoot herself no. in the tits. And no. she was literally shot in the tits. Yep. Because and there were several reenactments and uh, forensic photos yes, of, her, of tits. her tits and where the bullet went in. The first uh, police on the scene when she originally was found just said suicide left never yep. looked at the scene looked at the evidence checked out the blood spatter checked out her wound checked out the degre- degree of angle looked at how she was laying or thought how did this woman even shoot her no she had to put her toe on the thing on a what it doesn't make any sense oh my god anyway so he remarries. We'll get back to her poor Sharon though, but we'll get, he has wife number three and her name is young Hoi Chung, but they were calling her Neong. Okay. I, I think that's what they were saying. So instead of young, she kind of went by Neong. Now this death, cause she also has passed is also as bonkers as poor Sharon. I laughed at this reenactment. This is absolutely ridiculous. And the fact that, again, the police just went up, dead, Mm. and never looked into it for two seconds is absolutely infuriating. Yeah. What happened to Neong? 
So they were camping at Lake Whitney. Remember, he liked to go there with mm-hmm. little, he was going there with little Theo. He was camping. He likes to frequently go there and camp and maybe fish. Maybe he took Keith and the other person. We don't know. Yeah, and maybe those, uh, that perv Keith went too, maybe. Yeah, maybe. And Yang was at the lake enjoying yourself, tanning on a raft, mm-hmm. kind of like the one the boy and Jaws was on when the shark bit the shit out of the boy and mm-hmm. ate Mm-hmm. So it's this big yellow raft and she's laying on it and looks like she's sun tanning. Um, and then she ends up drowned dead in the water. But literally, Sarah, they showed her on, first of all, the cheapest raft you've ever seen, like yes. blow up raft. Yeah. And then she just like rolled over and just and drowned. drowned. Yes. Which never would have happened. No. Ever. No. Her Niang's sister attends the funeral. So when Niang's sister looks into the coffin, she does not see Trixie Mattel's eye makeup like I want. She doesn't see no. that. She sees bruises and scrapes all over her arms. And then she learns how she died. And she says, that's super fucked. Right. All right. Um, she knows that Jack as well has a bunch of scratches and shit at the funeral all over his arms. Mm-hmm. And he said, I was just scratched up by brush. And she's like, well, they're fucking parallel lines, like nails. They're scratches like yeah. a hand. They're from fingernails. So Jack has Nyang cremated. And Nyang's family is still incredibly concerned. Again. Yeah. This is the right. cover up. Like, come on. This is textbook. Right. Now, what what they learn the story that, um, and then I'll go back to like the DNA from the place yeah, where they yeah, feed yeah, them. Yeah. But this is what Jack had said. She was in ten feet of water, Neong, on this shitty yellow raft, and mm-hmm. hers is probably better in Lake Whitney. He, of course, is I don't know what Jack said. He was fi- fishing or filtering around and not paying attention. The Weird. raft they found still had a full air supply mm-hmm. when she was found drowned. It was completely undamaged. It was floating just fine. And the police looking into the case later wonder, why would she just not be, if she fell off, why wouldn't she swim over and grab the raft and get back on? Right. Like you don't just sink in the water and drown. She obviously swam out with the raft and got on the raft. And they said there was no wind. It wasn't like giant waves were pushing her off and she couldn't get up. There, and yeah. it was 10 feet of water. She could have swam right. like five feet and been able to touch the bottom. Right. And she could have done that. There's absolutely no reason that mm-hmm. she drowned. It just doesn't make any kind of sense. Mm-hmm. Police want to trap now this dummy Jack <laughs> and just see what is if he has yeah. a guilty conscience. So the so the corpse crypt keeper dead man in a mask of yes. skin Whatever his name is. Tells, What's his name? I, um, what was his name? That Tom. Tom Lenoyer. Yeah. Lenoir? He tells his ridiculous story that when you die, your DNA falls out of your body and sticks to your carpet. Whatever. So <laughs> he makes the whole thing up. Jack, of course, loses He's his like, shit. He's like, there's no way you can clean it out. Yeah, the only way you there. can get rid of the DNA is if you just you know, fucking get rid of your tear carpet. Tear up your carpet and throw it away because your DNA falls yeah. out of your body and lands. Jack, the next day, they watch him. He tears the carpeting out of his house and he throws it away. They literally have pictures of him walking out with this yes. rolled up carpet. Throwing Idiot. it. 
so they think oh my god all right so we he's guilty he has a guilty conscience he's guilty he's trying to cover up something now there of course was no investigation into his previous wife's death so nothing on sharon they just went oh she killed herself okay um nothing on neong she was even cremated but sharon was buried um she was found dead in her bedroom again with the whole impossible shot because they figured she had to be standing up when she was shot in the tits and there's no way she could have reached standing up even with her with her leg up yeah she couldn't have done it it was impossible for her size and with her blood the blood patterns it, they knew she was standing because the blood went straight down her leg and then she died and fell on the bed and then the blood went so down. So it made like so, an yes. L. So it went down when she was standing up and then when she fell backwards on her back, then... It ran the other way. Because gravity. And that's what our periods do too. Our periods do that too. Yeah. Um, and they had so to throw the in another photo of her in her lingerie. Yep, of course. Thank you. Yeah. We just really needed to see we that. We got it. Sixteen years got after it, her forensic death, files. Um, Dallas, Texas County Medical Examiner digs up her body, which I'm glad they did because they really now decide let's let's see if we can do a, a case on it. Finally, after you know ignoring her right. death and not bringing her justice for sixteen years, they decide like the angle of the shot and the entry of the shot is just impossible for her to have done it herself. And very smartly, who is that dumbass that? Um, the lady the lady she was the one that had the very tall hair no the lady the prosecutor who's was she the one that Um, had the helmet hair yes helmet like it was like she was wearing a Um, football helmet what the hell oh i found what was and her hair was tall as the Mm -hmm. empire state building Mm -hmm. but short but short it was a very short cut but as tall as to the moon i can see her but i don't know what her name was we can climb her hair and get to the moon that's how tall it is (laughs) i don't know how you get that height unless she is a cone head and this is a wig covering her she kind of looks like jane Curtin. actually she does so i think she is a cone head she of course says well she didn't kill herself and the only other person around was jack so homicide Mm hmm all right. Of course, a woman has to say it because I know a man would be like, "Well, I, I think mean, she, she could have gotten a." Her name was hanger. Sandy. Her Sandy. name was Sandy Gately. Sandy Gately had the tallest short hair you've ever seen. Yeah. Um, I don't know how it was She's done. She's the tall, short hair. Yeah. Thankfully, they decide after all this time that Jack needs to be arrested, and just in time, what? because what is this fucker doing? He is trying to entice Emilita's 21-year-old sister to come live with him and then renews his subscription to Cherry Blossom to try to get another woman to come live with him. He is a sick bastard who is just going to get his fifth wife and probably kill her. That is disgusting. And her sister's name was Amalia. He just fucking goes to the book. It's so bizarre and gross. He's... absolutely foul cherry blossoms is that is it still in can you still do things like this probably because men are disgusting (sighs) i'm sure nobody cares about women's rights especially around the world and men are gross as piss when they arrest jack 
they say you are arrested for the murder of your wife and that fucker says which one and tall short hair says i guess that's a pretty fair question because he's murdered so many you motherfucker he's arrested first for sharon's murder and they take him to court for sharon because they actually have this forensic evidence that sharon could not have committed suicide and then the proof that the only other person in the house was him and he had to have done it. So he's going to trial for her murder, which was 16 years earlier. And at that time, they did not have enough evidence for Emilita. They were lacking all this evidence. And again, they throw in another negligee photo of Sharon. Because that must be all they had. Um, This is alarming. Cherry Blossom's is a dating site oh, now. No. <gasps> Cherry Blossoms, go fuck yourself. Oh my God. And they're all hideous old men. Hideous old men and looking for 14 year olds. Women. Oh, I think when I go to no. Disney World, I see a lot of Cherry Blossom clients. Oh. We always kind of say, oh, that's a Cherry Blossom Mm-mm. couple. It's absolutely disgusting, and I feel for these people. That is foul. Foul. Beautiful young women with these hideous monsters <gasps> and all their Keith sons. Oh. oh, my goodness. So Jack has to try to defend himself in court. He says, well, Sharon was um, sitting on the bed, and she uh, pushed the trigger with her toe. I know she did but when they bring all of the other evidence and all this stuff and prove that she could not have done that of course he is found guilty he is sentenced to 35 years in jail and then a year later of course deer hunters going around good old lake whitney stumble on a shallow grave Mm. all of these bones are sent again to the medical examiner where they identify them by dental records as, of course, Emilita. The body had zero clothes, zero jewelry, no personal items. So the police say that is not consistent with someone who ran away. You think she didn't just run away naked and fall into a hole? Have we been saying this for... She ran away butt naked with no supplies, no clothes, no purse, no car, no sun, no medicine, no tampons, no, no mascara, <laughs> no runs pills. to Lake Whitney for some reason and falls into a hole and dies. Mm. And then just it gets, a deer yep. comes and poops and kicks back with his yep. legs like a dog and buries and her. And buries her. Yep, that sounds right, police. That sounds right. They look at the bones. They notice she has no um, hyoid bone, which is usually fractured or broken if you are strangled. So that could be a cause of strangulation. When they look closer at where her lungs should have been, because they dissolved, they notice single-celled organisms that Rory probably knows about (laughs) called diatoms. Are they tardigrades? Close. Oh, no, diatoms. Diatoms live only in water. Mm -hmm. And this is showing that she had been probably drowned Mm -hmm. and held under, which could have been, could have broken her neck Mm -hmm. that way. Mm -hmm. Um, And then just carried naked to a hole and buried Now, and if they could have saved a lot of time, though, by talking to Theo, the young son, who apparently witnessed the whole thing. And when they finally talked to him, 
said that his daddy hurt his mommy in the bathtub and then watched as he dug the grave and buried his mom. No! And if they would have just day one talked to him or had a therapist talk to him, he would have said the same story. Because, of so course, he didn't get a babysitter. No. He just brought Theo along. Right. It's fine. Maybe that's why Keith is so fucked up. Probably, oh. yeah. I can't even believe this. So... Now they actually have evidence. They have Emilita's body. They have evidence that she was drowned and possibly strangled. He goes back to court and he gets 99 more years. He is eligible for parole, but he'll be 106. And I'm sure he'll still at that time be looking at cherry blossoms. Oh, they say, obviously, he's a sociopath. He has no remorse. Um, well, clearly... And he's not ever going to say that he did these crimes or say, whoops, I'm sorry. Oh, but he is in jail and he'll stay in jail until he dies if he hasn't already since he's a thousand years old. I hope he's dead. So this guy killed three of his wives mm-hmm. and would have just kept getting them mm-hmm. and killing them when they he were no longer was buying them. Yep. useful for him. It's nice to know that there's men out there that do that and that it still exists and that still goes on. Um, if you you can't you have to buy a wife. Can I read you one of the oh, no. yes. Uh, this is the what do our members say of Cherry Blossom's dating site? Help. Oh, they only interview the men. Of course. They don't care what the women no, say. They have no say. Um I am here because I have always liked Asian women. Close family ties and good family values. I have two grown children I raised with, raised with my ex-wife, and I am now alone and single and ready to mingle, as um, they say. Go out about the town and meet My biggest downfall way. could be that I love long, gorgeous, silky hair on a woman. He's a sick perv. Long hair is my weakness, and I'm sure that I will meet somebody special on this site. That's the creepiest. John. Oh, John. Go eat. just grow your own hair out john or buy a sex doll with a wig buy one of those head dolls like those barbie heads that you can just do their hair and oh yeah eloise used to sleep with one she'd be like where's my head remember and we'd be like that's kind of creepy eloise that you just sleep with the head but she loved it she's like where's my head well she was her friend Go get one of those, John. Get a wig. Oh, I hate John. I hate all of these people. It's disgusting. Don't ever go to blossoms.dating.com, but maybe do it just because you're going to want to fucking kill everyone. Yeah. And hopefully you don't see like your dad on it (laughs) (laughs) or your husband. (laughs) Yes. Please, dear God. Oh, man. Well, that's a terrible story. Um, but pay attention this week. We have some special news for you that we will put yes. out and some more new it's special exciting. news coming. Um, so listen for that and we will see you next time or he- you will hear us next time, I guess. Bye. So, bye-bye.